Welcome to First Unitarian Society of Minneapolis, the birthplace of Congregational Humanism. We carry on that tradition of free thought today, dedicated to promoting a free search for truth, meaning, and justice. Our web address is firstunitarian.org. I'm David Breeden, Senior Minister. Welcome. is a reading from Isabel Wilkerson in her wonderful book, Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents. She writes, we in the developed world, we in the developed world are like homeowners who inherited a house on a piece of land that is beautiful on the outside, but whose soil is unstable loam and rock heaving and contracting over generations. Cracks patched, but the deeper ruptures waved away for decades, centuries even. Many people may rightly say, I had nothing to do with how all of this started. I have nothing to do with the sins of the past. My ancestors never attacked indigenous people, never owned slaves, and yes, Not one of us was here when this house was built. Our immediate ancestors may have had nothing to do with it, but here we are, the current occupants of a property with stress cracks and bowed walls and fissures built into the foundation. We are the heirs to whatever is right or wrong with it. We did not erect the uneven pillars or joists, but they are ours to deal with now. And any further deterioration is, in fact, on our hands. Like other old houses, America has an unseen skeleton, a caste system that is central to its operation, as are the studs and joists that we cannot see in the physical buildings we call home. Caste is the infrastructure of our divisions. It is the architecture of human hierarchy, the subconscious code of instructions for maintaining, in our case, a 400-year-old social order. Looking at caste is like holding the country's x-ray up to the light. Close quote. Congregations and larger associations are like that old house. As Paula Cole Jones reminds us, we are communities of communities, both within and beyond our walls. We've gotten a report on this old house from an inspector. At the Unitarian Universalist Association's General Assembly in New Orleans in 2017, The Commission on Institutional Change was convened and charged with conducting an audit of the power structures and and an analysis of systemic racism and white supremacy culture within the UUA, the Unitarian Universalist Association. At First Unitarian Society, we are a member congregation of the UUA, and some of us consider ourselves only tangentially connected to the larger association because of our explicit humanism. Even so, 
This final report of the commission has much to teach us about how we have real room for improvement in our expressions of hospitality and welcome, our commitment to deepen our spiritual practices, including the practice of justice making, and the ways we care for each other. Today, Reverend David and I will share some ideas about widening the circle of concern from the inside out. The report, the report on the Commission for Institutional Change, the report is called Widening the Circle of Concern, centers the voices of those that have been silenced or drowned out and it illuminates places where elitist or exclusionary white privilege inhibits connection and creativity. It asks white people to do the interior and structural work of dismantling white supremacy culture within themselves and their institutions. The report says this, just as we can understand that the current paradigm of white dominance centers white identity and the comfort of white identified people, we can also understand that a more just and effective system would center the comfort, safety, growth, agency, and capacity for self-realization of those who are currently most oppressed. This change in centering would have a benefit for all. So here's a story from the before times, the before COVID times. Imagine you are a young black person who has come to FUS for the second or third time. Imagine that you now see some familiar faces and, and you greet people and they greet you back. You go down to the lower assembly hall for a mini meal, and there you are having a conversation with a couple of white folks about whatever. Another white FUS member joins your group because she needs to talk to one of the participants. She enters and dominates the conversation. And when you, the black person, the black newcomer, says something about your own experience, whatever it is, this new voice contradicts you about your own experience. You have just learned as a black newcomer to the congregation to keep your mouth shut here because your own experience has just been invalidated. At least Three expressions of white supremacy culture happened in this scenario. A white person butting into an existing conversation because her need superseded the relationship building that was taking place, dismissing the lived experience of a black person, and the missed opportunity for other white conversation partners to interrupt this microaggression either by telling the white interloper to wait or by turning to the black participant and asking for more information about their experience. These microaggressions happen quickly and they are most likely forgotten by the white participants there, but not by the black participant. The black person decided that this place talks more about a radical welcome 
than practicing it, and they haven't been back. That's a true story. When I investigate this story for myself, I am well aware that that interloper could have been me. I am quite certain that I have behaved with no bad intention in all of those ways. Please understand, the white folks in the story are not bad people. But without a way to interrogate their actions, they may continue the microaggressions while at the same time asking why we don't have more members of color. This is an example of failure to do the needed repairs on our house, to add stress to the foundation, to heap more burden on future occupants. And we are each of us responsible. I tell you, it is not a burden to consistently mine my interactions for places where white supremacy culture has its hooks in me. In fact, it is liberatory. We assert a humanist theology that human beings can solve human problems. Just like the residents of the old house, each of us has an obligation to interrogate our place in the structures of white supremacy culture, not because we are bad or ill-intentioned or as some of those folks who don't want any uh, uh, critical race theory to be taught because we'll feel badly about ourselves, but because all liberation is tied up together and because white people need to be liberated from the burdens of white supremacy culture as much as the rest of the world does. This is the work that we can do in our congregation together, where we can hold each other accountable, where we can increase our tolerance for discomfort, where we can practice here the world we want to see outside. Try to remember back to your first experiences at First Unitarian Society. It may have been many months ago or years ago, or it may be today. What I want to know is how is your life different because of your connection to this community? To what extent has it deepened your humility, softened your humanity, widened your hospitality? How are you changed by what you've started here? This is a question we ask in our Pathway to Membership session. How do you imagine that your participation in FUS will change you in the coming decade? And we also ask folks to imagine that their, how their commitment to this congregation will change FUS. Because each of us has the power and the possibility to shape change in the communities of which we are a part. Here we invite each other to be our best selves through work on governance, welcome teams, advocacy, justice work. Here we make art and music. We teach our young ones. We care for those who are ailing. Let us always do this with a mind to how we can make our welcome more inclusive, how much we are willing to be changed by the people that we invite into this space and how liberation for all humankind is our mission and our goal. 
Let us not be just responsible owners of the house, but responsible and responsive and accountable residents. Let us continue to take on the needed repairs with full and humble hearts that we are ready for whomever may come through our door to be a part of our space. May it be so. Thanks for listening. You can find much more about humanism and what's happening at First Unitarian Society in Minneapolis by visiting our website at firstunitarian.org. 